This episode is sponsored by Targeted Tax Relief. If you owe the IRS money, work with Targeted Tax Relief and get that burden hanging over your head all sorted out. Call Targeted Tax Relief now for a free consultation. The number is 888-843-4113. And did we mention it is free? Targeted Tax Relief specializes in resolving really tough issues with the IRS. Tracy is an enrolled agent and she can directly negotiate with the government on your behalf and work on a debt resolution settlement so you can be done with it and stop worrying every day when you go to your mailbox. Call Tracy and her team at Targeted Tax Relief today. Again, the number is 888-843-4113. It is confidential and secure. Call now or go to TargetedTaxRelief.com. Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 121. Is Elvis about to leave the chapel? As a major movie about the king of rock and roll is about to hit theaters, Elvis-themed weddings in Vegas could be shut down. We'll explain what's happening. And the World Series of Poker is back at a new home on the Las Vegas Strip. A sexy news show caters to both men and women. And Las Vegas is showing its pride as Pride Month begins. Let's get to it and spin that wheel. Welcome to Vegas Revealed episode 121. Dana Roselli and Sean McAllister here as we just uh, finished up a Memorial Day weekend, which was packed in Vegas. It, it really was. And I know one of those nights, Dana, you had an evening that was full of all the right stuff. Oh, yeah. And we're going to get to that <laughs> coming up in just a minute. Cause I, it was, you said, one of the best nights uh, ever. One of the best nights ever. Yes. And another, it's weird because it was full of nostalgia, right? And then, you know, obviously, you and I went to Top Gun and I've been waiting for that, right? So good. So it was like a full week full of nostalgia, right? And a record-setting opening over the holiday weekend. Yeah. Huge, biggest Memorial Day weekend movie ever belongs to Tom Cruise and Top Gun, which is really cool. So congratulations. I haven't heard one negative thing about the movie. Everyone's loving it. Yeah. I mean, it, it just hits all the right notes it is it's perfection it is it's so great it's the sequel that everyone needed <laughs> i know i wonder if it'll be award winning i'm curious to see you know because i know sometimes it's like i feel like the movies that everyone really likes sometimes don't get nominated for awards or at least win it's right. always like the artsier movies and yeah i feel I like know. it could get um i don't know if it's going to be up for best picture yeah I, I feel like tom cruise could be in the acting category right i mean but it should be best picture <laughs> I, I think probably cinematography yeah. it'll be up for because that was all you know done with live planes and live flying mm-hmm. and all that and that's difficult to to accomplish it is so it'd be I interesting think, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Well, and I kind of brought up Top Gun because we have a big topic we're going to talk about today that is centered around Elvis. And a Top Gun, obviously big movie for Memorial Day weekend, but another big movie coming out that centers around Elvis Presley. And this is huge, too, because I feel like in Vegas, everyone has such an interest in Elvis. They do around the world. But, you know, especially here, Elvis has been such a big part of our culture. This is a Huge movie coming out. Tom Hanks is in it. We've also had shows, right? Like Baz. Yep. That were 
This, is it the same director? Baz Luhrmann that the right? is the yeah. director of uh, the movie called Elvis. It you know chronicles his entire adult life, mm-hmm. including uh, bits here in Las Vegas. Right. I know even in the trailer there were it showed the International Hotel Love where it. Elvis had his record-setting run of shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so that movie is coming out the end of June. Um, but there's a little bit of Elvis controversy happening here in Las Vegas right now. Yeah, and it has to do with our wedding chapels that are very popular, wedding capital of the world, right? We're a lot of things of the world, right? But <laughs> one of those, you know, <laughs> people like to get married here. Quick weddings, fast weddings, uh, middle of the night weddings, yeah. all that kind of thing. And many times they like to be married by Elvis. Right. Elvis is a huge part of our wedding community. Um, and one of the actually chapel owners in this article we were just reading said, we keep Elvis alive, right? Right. But now there's a controversy over his likeliness and whether these chapels will be able to use him to officiate these weddings. Yeah, our buddy Johnny Katz over the Review Journal just did a big article talking about what's going on here. Basically, there's there's this company that manages the licensing of Elvis Elvis Presley. So anything that says Elvis, Elvis Presley, or the King of Rock and Roll... It has to go through this licensing company, Mm -hmm. and they are really starting to crack down specifically on Vegas wedding chapels. And within the past couple weeks, they've sent out cease and desist orders to a lot of Las Vegas wedding chapels, ordering, calling them off. They're saying, don't touch the Elvis stuff anymore, um, or there are going to be legal ramifications, Mm. which would be a big hit to the wedding industry here in Las Vegas, which I believe is like a $2 billion industry Mm. annually for Las Vegas. I mean, we have, you know, people that come in and get married all the time, like I mentioned, but also like recently we just had, you know, like Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker come into town and was it after the Grammys they went downtown and said hey we want to get married by an Elvis they specifically requested the Elvis be woken up and come into work and marry them (laughs) but um they didn't officially get married at that time but that just shows kind of the fun of it and how people the popularity of being married by an Elvis it's fun it's part of the experience of getting married in Las Vegas at one of these chapels well and if you listen to it was one of our episodes uh, of Vegas Revealed in 2020, yep. we went to a a wedding chapel here in Las Vegas, and we talked with the Elvis. Right. The Elvis officiant sang for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had interviewed that Elvis, uh, Brendan. He's been there for a very long time at the Graceland Wedding Chapel. Um, obviously, Graceland, Elvis, right? Yep. So many people have gotten married there through the years, including Bon Jovi and uh, you know, a lot of different people um, of note, noteworthy people there, but it's it's part of it. And and our Elvis impersonators are good. They are, and there's nothing. I I don't believe there's anything that can be done about Elvis impersonators. I think it's the marketing, mm-hmm. the the naming. I think there is an Elvis wedding chapel in town, mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. Uh, with Elvis in the name. Um, so there are ways around this. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a financial resolution that I'm sure could yeah. come to pass if these wedding chapels agree to fork over money to this licensing company. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It's a tough spot. It's it a tough is. spot for the wedding chapels that are still trying to recover from the loss of business from the, the pandemic era. Yeah, and I have some friends that own one of the chapels, and I 
just sent them a text and said, you know, what's going on? And they just said, you know, um, they were out of town at the moment, but they're like, it's really stressful, you know, because it could be like you were saying, I mean, if you have to overhaul a lot of stuff like marketing papers and marketing things you already have planned and redo websites, websites yeah, all, all that. that, it's a lot. And, you, and it's a quick, quick thing. Right. You, know, you got to do it fast because right. it's going on. So we'll keep everyone updated on that. But Elvis is, you know, it's always been talk probably over the last, like, I'd say like five years about how, you know, Elvis, the brand and everything used to be such a huge part of Las Vegas, but how it slowly started to kind of go away and how we needed to bring that back and keep that alive. And so, you know, this again would be another hit to that whole thing. It would. So as Dana mentioned, we'll let you know any updates, what happens as this, you know, as these legal wranglings Mm -hmm. continue. But one thing we do know is that when people went to Elvis's shows, not only here in Las Vegas, around the world, people lost their minds. And Dana, you lost your mind (laughs) at this big concert that you just went to over the weekend. Listen, yes, I was born in 1975. So right around middle school, new kids on the block were exploding. Loading. Uh-huh. And I was a huge New Kids on the Block fan. They were my they were my people. I had the New Kids on the Block pillowcase, the whole nine. Um, couldn't go to a concert of theirs when they actually were in the Rochester Buffalo area where I was grew up when they had finally made their way in that area. I was so bummed. I remember I met my one girlfriend at the mall and we were the two people who either didn't buy a ticket or couldn't get a ticket or whatever. So I was always bummed. Years later, down the road. Um, living in Las Vegas, I've been able to interview Joey McIntyre, Jordan Knight. I've done satellite interviews with Donnie Wahlberg. So it's all been a dream come true and still kind of unreal. But no matter what, even just interviewing them was amazing and, and, and great. But I can't explain it. When you see them all together performing, that's just like another level of excitement and nostalgia and... Ugh, I Wait, was a, so I didn't realize that you were actually living out a, a teenage dream. Teenage dream. I texted my friend Mara and said, remember when, and we always remember, and that's how we became close friends, actually, because we were the, the sorrow two, of missing the out sorrow on the sorrow of concert. missing New Kids on the Block. <laughs> and she had gone to a Catholic school at the time, and I had gone to public, so we knew of each other because of, like, CYO cheerleading, but we weren't, like, super close friends yet. That is what hooked our friendship. We are still friends to this day. She lives in New York City. I live here. So you bonded over we the bonded FOMO. Over the FOMO <laughs> of new kids. And then look at that. Look at me now. Right? So I went to the mixtape tour. Well, first of all, I went to like one, two, like two other concerts before that with new kids. I've seen Jordan Knight um, do solo. I've seen Joey Mac- McIntyre do solo shows. He just did the one with Debbie Gibson. We went to that. We actually met Joey, uh, saw jo- Joey and revisited with him. But um, my point is the mixtape tour is one of the... It's just, it's a really fun tour that they do because they bring on other acts from that kind of generation. Right. So this show had salt and Peppa and Vogue and Rick Astley with, on the tour. Amazing. It was amazing. But when new kids, I mean, we were all like, I was with two friends and some other friends that were in the audience were texting. We're like, this is the best show ever. <laughs> You know, every song, the outfit changes, the nostalgia. I mean, Jordan even did this thing where he uh, he he always did this one song where he stands in front of the microphone and a fan goes and his white shirt is unbuttoned and it flows in the wind. 
And he did that. Like, he knows that we want it. That's what people want. Yes. I mean, they came out with step by step, you know, and, you know, hanging tough and the right stuff. They worked the audience. I mean, the streamers were going. The uh, dressing room change cam was up in the corner when they would go change their outfits. You could get a little sneak peek. Into the dressing room. So you saw them changing? Well, I mean, shirts off, yes. Oh, okay. (laughs) But they look great, first of all. They sounded great. It was a blast. En Vogue really blew my mind. They were incredible. They sounded good. They looked great. And again, forgot how many songs and hits that they had. We knew everything. And you know every word. Yeah. And then Salt and Pepper, you know, Push It and Shoop and all of it, you know. It was just great. Rick Astley did his famous song, Never Gonna Give You Up, Never Gonna Give You Down. Actually, you know what? I think I have a clip of that. Hold on. Get your chance to sing it if some people know what's been going on. We know the game and we're gonna play it. If you ask me how I feel it, don't tell me you're too glad to see. Never Gonna Give You Up. So that was fun to have Rick there too as part of the tour, but it was a blast, Sean. I just could go on and on and I'll leave it there because um, they're doing a huge tour all around the country. I actually woke up the next day and went, okay, like, is there anywhere else like close oh enough God, where I could like go back? It? That's so funny. And they're in Buffalo, New York in July. So maybe oh. I'll go visit the parents and swing by the there you go. mixtape. No, it's great. It's great. My two friends um, that I went with, Melissa and Christine, we both said that was like the best night ever. It was so much fun. Good for them, though, for just, you know what? Letting it ride, giving the people what they want. Absolutely. And they'll be in their hometown of Boston for like three nights, I think, oh, uh, this summer too, which will be wild. That that will be. Yeah. So. Oh, well, good. I'm glad that you got to go live your, your teenage <sighs> fantasy and it's have been, such a great night. This month, this May was my month, right? It, Between it Top was. Gun and I New know. Kids. <laughs> I know. I don't know what else there is to look forward to in life. <laughs> I mean, actually... My husband Shane and I were just talking about that, and he was like, "What? What could possibly be next on Dana's like entertainment bucket list?" He was like, "What if they made a movie about Dots pretzels?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I do love me some Dots pretzels. The other day, I was at the store, and I avoided it because I can't do it. They're I finished addicting. the whole bag oh in two days. I know, I know. It's I do the same thing. So hard. Oh, they're so good. But if there was a Dots pretzels like factory um, documentary. <laughs> <laughs> I might watch it. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, moving on. Uh, we talked all about Cirque's new show, Mad Apple, last week. And just from what we've heard, the reviews seem to be coming in. And people feel like, most people feel like we did. It's a great show. Yeah. People say, you know, this is a great departure for Cirque du Soleil. Everybody has been enjoying the show so much. Mm. Just a great vibe, high energy. So again, if you get the chance, go see Mad Apple by Cirque du Soleil. It's over at New York, New York Hotel and Casino right there on the Strip. Yeah. And we interviewed a lot of performers that were brought in just for this show, like from New York City Mm -hmm. and Ireland. But I wanted to mention there are a lot of local, uh, a lot of our local entertainers are in the show as well. Yep. Um, My friend Isaac is in there. He does a trumpet. Um, So there's lots of people also used in the show that that lived here and have worked in other shows. So I'm glad to see that. But another show we went to. 
Yeah, it's called Rouge, and this is a very sexy show over at the Strat. It's by the same producers as Wow, that's a show over at the Rio, and Extravaganza, which is on stage over at Bally's in the old Jubilee showroom. Which we have not seen yet. I don't know how that's possible. We need to get to that. I don't know either, but I mean, it looks stunning. It looks great. Uh, But Rouge is kind of a late-night cabaret-style show. And as soon as we went over there, Dana, it just started giving me, like, Moulin Rouge vibes. (laughs) And I said that to one of the show's producers. I was like, you know, I'm really getting Moulin Rouge vibes because the actors go out and they mingle with the crowd. The red color. Yeah. Yeah, They were red outfits. And he looked at me. He was like, are you kidding me, Sean? Where do you think we got rouge from? And I was like, oh, well. Oh, duh. I'm not always so quick on the uptake. <laughs> I love that. Makes sense, though, right? Uh, it was a great show. You and I uh, went on the grand opening night. The show yep. had been open for a little while, but then they always like, see how it goes, make some tweaks, and then they do like a big grand opening. So it was really fun, the whole pomp and circumstance. And uh, when it started, it gave me a little absinthe vibe yeah, because of the host yeah, and like the funny. sidekick. Yeah. So it's a sexy, you know, there are very, it's a topless show. The mm-hmm. men and women are topless. The guys... They don't go bottomless, but, you know, they get down into their skivvies a little Mm -hmm. bit, too. Mm -hmm. Um, But the hosts of the show are really funny. They are. And it's a good mix of... It's a good mix of different entertainment stylings. That is an adult cabaret. Exactly type of show it's sexy it's funny and it's also full of talent because it, some of the acts that they incredible. did were, were incredible so it's kind of that well like we're it's kind of not like absinthe but you know absinthe same thing funny little risque yep and then really talented act so similar but not the same but you know the creator said that he really wanted to do something that featured men and women. There's a lot of shows that are catered toward women, a lot of shows catered to men in town, but what about something that kind of brings it all together? Nowadays, you can see either a male review or a female review. I wanted to put something together, male and female together, uh, because I think that that, uh, that we should have something like that. There was a beautiful show, uh, Zoomanity, unfortunately it closed, and I think there is a space now for a show like that, and I wanted to go to go, uh, you know, to the edge. You know, everything very artistically, but still to be very, very sexy. Um, and I'm trying to, to, to have the show stand uh, for being the sexiest show in Vegas. Uh, I really wanted to, uh, to have people go see the show and get inspired, you know, run to their room, happy. I wanted to have, um, you know, artists from all over the world to bring each and every one that has his own flavor and all of them are top-notch in their profession. Acrobats from, from the best shows in the world. You know, they, they, they do their artistic uh, uh, thing and, and, uh, and they do it in a very sexy way, I would say. And this time they take it even, even more. And, um, you know, all of them are topless. Doesn't matter if it's men or women. And since it's done in a very artistic way, uh, they all feel very comfortable, and I wanted them all to be in that situation. Not to say only only few dancers are topless and the artists, the acts are not. No, we wanted everybody to feel together. It's like a party. It's like a it's like a celebration, a celebration of the body, 
um, we just think about it as a wonderful thing. Sometimes we, uh, we forget to think about it as a, one of the beautiful things in the world. And the costumes throughout the show, like they kind of live out um, some traditional fantasies that that people might have. Mm-hmm. You know, the locker room scene, the you know the husband and wife in bed, <laughs> and uh, you know the whips and chains. <laughs> but there was also like kind of a Bridgerton themed section of the show, right? which I thought was really creative because. If there's something mm-hmm. on Netflix right now that gets people all hot and bothered, it's that Bridgerton family. True, true. Yeah, I felt like the show was pretty, um, even when you're saying all that, someone might be think- thinking like, ah, I don't know if that's her. But like, it was tastefully done, too. It really was. It yes. wasn't like raunchy. No. It was sexy, but not raunchy. Yep. Yeah. It, and, it, and like we said, it was entertaining in the fact that, too, there were very talented acts there were some things that they were flipping and doing all oh and i was Lord. like how are they doing this i, I mean know. really really talented so again you can see rouge now playing over at the strat uh we've had some uh restaurant openings here in town too dana yeah crossroads kitchen opened over at resorts world and now officially open you and i had gone to lunch in the same spot when resorts world opened well I guess it didn't work out, and they revamped it and remodeled and reopened it, and it's now Crossroads Kitchen. And then there's also Crossroad Burgers, both open now officially, and apparently it's uh, plant-based, right? Which right. is very popular right now. It is. And I did see somebody who went uh, and tried out some of the food say that they could not get enough of the plant-based Italian sausage sandwich. Interesting, okay. And that you could not tell any difference. It was delicious. And, uh, I mean, Italian sausage is kind of hard to recreate. Yeah, that's If you're not hard. having Italian sausage. No. So the fact that they accomplished that, and I heard other people saying the same things about other, you know, mm-hmm. of their plant-based products. That it tastes products. good, real. It tastes or, amazing. Yeah. The, the meat in quotes, yeah. is delicious. Well, and I don't know if I'm saying the chef's name, but it's Tall Ronin. Um, apparently, so the, the two locations, just to explain, Crossroads Kitchen is basically mirroring his original location in Los Angeles, which is this plant-based institution that people love. And then CB Crossroads Burgers is a, like a fast, casual plant-based restaurant. So... Just to kind of explain what that is, bringing them both together. And apparently, you know, this is just another addition to Resorts World and they're already great restaurants that they keep adding. They keep opening stuff over there. And I'm glad to see that because I know when it first opened, there were a lot of people concerned that there like wasn't a lot of choice over there. Right. But it's been great. They, you know, they had Wally's. Now they have Carver Steak, which you went to. You know, they have the pizza place, which is amazing. They already have many Asian uh, fusion restaurants in there. Um, they have an Italian restaurant, a uh, um, Chinese restaurant that I went to, now Crossroads, and they have the whole Asian market. And so, I mean, there's a lot of choice there now. Yeah, and I think Crossroads really has is on the forefront of kind of elevating mm-hmm. the plant-based uh, dining concept. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad it's over there at uh, Resorts World and really offering an option that we haven't seen at other mm-hmm. uh, resort properties on no. the strip no when we went to mott 32 they unveiled a plant-based menu 
right. section. Yep. Right. But this sounds like it centers all around that. So, yep. hey, the Jonas Brothers are uh, coming to MGM Grand. And what I mean by that, the Jonas family, really, I should say. There's the brothers. But this is a new restaurant concept um, called Nelly's Southern Kitchen. And it's set to open at MGM Grand this month. And this is completely different because we're not talking plant-based. No, we're this is not fried plant-based. Chicken. This is straight up. <laughs> Southern, Southern comfort okay. food. <laughs> yeah, so whole, totally different. But, you know, the Jonas Brothers are coming in for a few shows, uh, residency shows over at Park MGM. So the grand opening of this restaurant taking place this weekend, and I have a feeling the Jonas Brothers and Jonas family will be there. So we're excited. Nellie's Kitchen, now part of the Las Vegas culinary landscape as well. And this is located, just in case you're interested, in the district, which is opposite the MGM Grand Garden Arena. So that'll be a good spot for that. Well, switching gears, uh, the World Series of Poker is getting underway here in Las Vegas. Um, A new home for the World Series of Poker this time around. Yeah, I mean, it's the richest, most prestigious, and longest-running poker series Um, And this time it's moving to the Las Vegas Strip. It's been at the Rio for many, many years, which is just off the Strip. But for the first time, the World Series of Poker is going to be at Bally's in Paris, Las Vegas. And kicked off uh, May 31st, goes through July 20th. Lots of exciting activities going on there. They say it's going to, you know, I think they're going to kind of really do it up because it's the first time it's been on the Strip in a very long time. If it ever was before, I'm not even sure if it ever was or... So we didn't research that, folks. But it's been at the Rio for a very, very it long has, time. It has. The, the Rio is a long time home yeah. <laughs> of the World Series of Poker. But yeah, it's going to be going on through July 20th. So there's going to be lots of updates as play you know, begins, continues, day in, day out. Um, and as people progress through the, the ranks of that uh, poker tournament. So good luck to everybody playing. We know there can only be one winner. Yes. But good luck to all. Yeah. And before we get to tips, speaking of winning, we have hit 100,000 downloads here at Vegas Revealed, and we want to thank all the listeners for the, what, two years of dedicated listening. We appreciate you. We really do. And we know that taking, you know, 30 minutes out of your day uh, and dedicating that to listening to (laughs) Dana (laughs) and me (laughs) babble about what's going on in Vegas, um, that is a commitment. Mm -hmm. And... We know that, you know, everybody has busy lives and we sincerely appreciate the time mm-hmm. that um, each one of you has has given to Vegas Reveal that does not go unnoticed nope. or unappreciated. No, not at all. And we, we've stayed committed doing this weekly. You know, we knew once we kicked off a podcast, we didn't want to be one of those people who's like, let's start it off and then we'll just like sprinkle one in whenever we feel like it. I mean, we have really been committed to doing this weekly. So the fact that people are listening and enjoying it and writing us with what they love about it is uh, means the world to us. And of course, we thank our sponsor, Targeted Tax Relief, as well uh, for supporting us. And And here's to 100,000 more downloads. Woohoo! <laughs> All right, let's get to some tips. So, starting off, uh, June is National Pride Month, mm-hmm. uh, when Pride is celebrated all over the place, including here in Las Vegas. Uh, And we got a a note from the Venetian and Palazzo about everything that they have going on property-wide. Everything from cocktails to cakes and apparel is going to be available 
all across the Venetian and Palazzo. Also, their uh, marquee signs on the side of their buildings are going to be turned from the... Normally, they twinkle in yeah. like the white lights. Right. When they're lit up, um, they're going to go rainbow. Oh, that's cool. On June 1st. Really so, cool look. I bet the Sahara will do that, too. I live next door to them. They're always changing up the signs. Yes, and the high roller yep. will probably be all rainbow, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but some a, a, a notable thing over at the Venetian, over at Black Tap... Um, they have some over-the-top they do. food creations. If you want to go get some really cool Instagram videos and pictures, go order some stuff from Black Tap Craft Burgers and Beer. They've got some really cool presentation over there. I mean, incredible. And go to our Instagram, uh, the Vegas Revealed Instagram, to check this out. It's the Vanilla Rainbow Crazy Shake. <laughs> so This looks good, man. <laughs> it's a vanilla shake. That features a, a frosted rim covered in rainbow-colored nerds. Okay. Oh, nerds. I like that. Uh, it's topped with a rainbow donut from the famous Las Vegas Donut Bar, garnished with a rainbow unicorn pop, sour rainbow gummy rope, and whipped cream. Yum. <laughs> I mean... That sounds delicious. That's a lot of pride in it, one cup. It sure is. And it's beautiful. It yeah. is. Check it out. It's really cool and a lot of fun. We love that they're doing special things. They've got, like you said, all sorts of the uh, different bars across the property, Electra Cocktail Club, the Dorsey Cocktail Bar, Rosina. They're all doing different things, uh, have different specialty cocktails for Pride Month. So yeah. take advantage and whip out your phone camera and get ready for some cool Instagrammable pictures yeah and tag us too. tag vegas revealed in any of the pictures that you take down on the strip of any pride related items yeah and carlos carlos bakery he always has uh the rainbow cake over there so he does um, and there's a lot of side note there have been a lot of carlos bakery vending machines popping up not only at the venetian i mean all over las vegas we were just at the um the South Outlet Mall okay. on Las Vegas Boulevard. Uh-huh. And there was a Carlos Bakery yeah. vending machine in there with giant slices of the rainbow cake. Oh, that's so cool. So you can get fresh slices of the Cake Boss's cakes in and a, a bunch of places around town. I mean, that's a great idea because there's always a line at Carlos Bakery. There is. Just skip the line, go to the vending machine. Exactly. <laughs> I like that. How, that's another tip. Yeah, there you go. That's true. Like a two-in-one. Well, speaking of Pride Month, the Little Vegas Chapel is unveiling their new ceremony venue. So we love when our wedding chapels make additions, do new things, and kind of kicking it off with a special commitment ceremony honoring Frank Marino and his partner, Alex Schechner, who we know very well. Frank Marino is in the show Legends, has uh, been the longest-running, really, headliner in Las Vegas for for many, many years, impersonating um, Joan Rivers and ha- running the show and, and doing the, the comedy in Divas, um, show producer, also comedian. I mean, you name it. So Frank is fabulous. We've talked about him many, many times. But yeah, this commitment ceremony is taking place. But what's going to make it really cool is it's going to be officiated by our mayor, Carolyn Goodman. Oh. Yeah. So that's going to be a really cool thing they're doing. And again, it's the little... Vegas Chapel that is unveiling its new ceremony venue. I love that. Yeah, that'll be fun. And Frank and Alex, great friends, great friends. of us. Yeah. And 
I will be there. Excited. I'm going. So you yes. we'll put some things on our Instagram too for that from that ceremony. I'm sure it will be fabulous. You know, we like when it's a month full of rainbows because we don't get a lot of rain here, which means we don't get no, a lot of rainbows. So now we have a full month of rainbows. But maybe if you know the heavens above could bring some real rain, we could really use it. That would be so nice. That's a it? tip. It's getting so dry here. Ugh. Really is. I'm like, holy cow. I mean, I need to like own stock and lotion. I know. Well, it's been dry and windy. Mm-hmm. So it's been, when the oh. wind kicks up, it just gets, the dust gets in the air and <laughs> yeah. All of that stuff. All right. Listen, thanks again to our sponsor, Targeted Tax Relief. Call Tracy over at Targeted Tax Relief, 888-843-4113 for a free consultation. If you owe the IRS a lot of money, she can help you or go to targetedtaxrelief.com and follow along also on all their social media sites, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, all that good stuff. We will be back next week filling you in on everything related to UFC International Fight Week. So that's coming up next week on episode 122 of good. Vegas Revealed. All right. See everyone then. Let's go to Vegas, baby. Let's get away.